Music and fun. Miskin Radio. So my first guest tonight is comedian Pierre Songa. Hello, Pierre. Hello. And our musician in session is Jamie Cahill, a.k.a. Church or Jungle. Welcome, Jamie. Hello. Uh, as for you, get in touch with us on Twitter, at Miskin Radio, using the hashtag TheKPSessions, and see photos as well throughout the show on Instagram by searching the Kieran Paul Sessions or the KP Sessions. So, Pierre, um, now tell us about this old lady gig. The old lady gig. Mm. That, that was, in a, that was a, a crazy gig in Enfield. That was like the, a mismatch uh, where I went... Uh, in a pub, and uh, basically the crowd was wasn't my crowd, and I wasn't ready for them. They were they were not ready for me. Let's just put it that way. And the old ladies were not ready, and uh, yeah, so I just just going on stage. I knew I was going to bomb, and I and I did, I did bravely. And uh, there was a part in the on the set where I was bombing so badly that the woman just got off her seat, came to me, and just took my arm and started to stroke it. <laughs> and on the moment, I have to say it felt it felt right. And it, felt uh, good. It, it, felt it, felt good. it felt good. I needed it, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was just that you, you know you you know you know that's you, I mean you know you lost. No, I don't know that experience. I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> but uh, no, it felt it felt really really strange at the moment. And at the same time, yeah, another woman ca- came up. Everybody was a bit drunk. Everybody was talking. There was a lot of noise, and uh, I, I just couldn't. It's like a classroom of of children that you're trying to get a hold of, and I couldn't do it. And uh, another woman came on and just gave me a shot of I don't know which alcohol that was. And uh, I never, I, I never drink on stage, but you did I, that time. Oh uh, yeah, at that time I just did it. I thought he was referring to her, her stroking. I thought that was a shot of. I thought he was about to say like a shot of love or something. Uh, it's, yeah, I think it was a shot of love. Uh, yeah, that's that was uh, that's actually a close, uh, a good description. But yeah, so I took that shot and then I kind of let the, the mic to that other lady that was tr- more drunk than I was, and uh, she just talked. Uh, so some jokes with the crowd that actually were laughing. Did she tell jokes? Yeah, I mean, she was. Yeah, she was just interacting with them, and they were laughing at, at her much more than I. I mean, I felt I felt bad. You know, like when somebody comes completely unprepared and do better than you. That's um, that's that's what happened. So uh, yeah, that was a, that was an experience uh, one in a, once in a lifetime. But I actually enjoyed. So it. So how many people were on stage? What was the maximum amount of people? Three. Uh, so it was you and two old ladies. You yeah yeah me and two old ladies. That was basically that, and uh, yeah that was. That was like in a movie. You feel like it's like there's some cameras out there, or it's just, it's just like a, I, I don't know. It was uh, it was really interesting. But the the good thing is that at the end of another comedian came at last. Uh, I think his name is uh, Darius Davis, and he smashed it. Yeah. So it was possible. I just couldn't do it, but he he did it, and I and I looked at him like a superhero. It was it was. <laughs> but doesn't like Superman have too late? Like that's a sort of superhero has like two ladies linked in on like arm by arm. Did you walk off? I like the idea of you walking off stage with each uh, elderly female interlocking arms as you walked strode off did they like go off the stage when you did uh yeah they, they weren't so far when i did actually one i think one stayed uh but the mc was also struggling the mc was from the area so he, he knew that he knew that the deal did she just linger but, on the stage yeah actually li- i think that was a wild night i think they 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 started their night before the comedy and they were just really i mean they were they were up for it yeah maybe a bit too much um, and so you, you, when you first moved from, from Belgium over, over here uh, to London, what's the thing with like, you having to break into your own flat? Yeah, what happened was, uh, yeah, one day I just, I just forgot my keys in my flat, stupid thing. But when you, when you just moved in the country, you don't really know that many people. And uh, so I was just coming home, it was quite late, and uh, I realised I, I just locked myself out. My flatmate is not there, so that's just the one option that's already gone. And uh, and I, have, I know I have another friend who's living uh, a bit far from from where I was, but from my uh, I, when I was I was just going around the building and I saw scaffolding uh, next to my uh, window, so I felt this is my chance. Andy. So I just went 
up the scaffolding and trying to put, but uh, the, the problem was uh, one of my windows really like too small. So I just had to try to put my legs into it and, and kind of slide in. Right. Uh, so I just go through the, the scaffolding, put one leg in, the second leg in, and I can just get there, but just only half of my body. And I'm not, I'm not that big, but I couldn't get in. And that's where I realized that there was some buildings on the other side of the street that everybody can see me. And I've just been here like three months. And I mean, if they call the police, I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do. And that's where you realize like, just, I just went, uh, actually I went down. And uh, the, um, the good thing in that story is at the moment I touched down, I saw the light coming on, on the, the, um, the flat of my uh, flatmate yeah. on his room. So basically because I tried, I knew it was coming back and I didn't have to go like to my Did anyone phone. call the police? Nobody did. I got lucky. I thought you said you went down. I went, I went down. But oh, when I went, not put away. Oh no, no, not in that way. Yeah, yeah not in that way. But uh, he's just got out. This isn't yeah, exclusive. It, We've uh, got him tonight here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was um, it was a bit of a scare. But I was not. It was. I was really happy to see my flatmate. I have to say, I never loved him that much. <laughs> okay, so this is a uh, comedian Pierre uh, Sanger, and we've got a uh, Jamie Cahill, aka Churchill Jungle. So Churchill Jungle is like his pseudonym. He's going to be doing two live songs uh, in a bit, and we're going to be hearing more from Pierre as well about like the Belgian comedy circuit, how it differs from London. And we're going to be hearing sort of more stories from both of them here on Miskin Radio. That is a new track from Skies. It's called Green. Um, and it's very, very new. It's from Folkson's uh, Ali and Jericho, uh, like a synth-pop duo. So just to explain to an absolute, I was going to say novice, but I was going to say idiot like me, um, what you've got here, what's your setup? So I've got, yeah, an RC505 loop station where you can, yeah, record about five tracks um, at once. So you're gonna, as you're gonna do the last song, you're gonna be doing like you're gonna be doing little bits and then looping it live as so the listeners are gonna hear it, but yeah. it, and there's no there's no backing track at all to this. Like what people will hear is what you are doing live. Yeah, you're basically creating the whole track sort of live and then and then sort of singing and. Why are you doing that to yourself? Why what's what's why are you having to do that? Why because why? I can't play anything else basically. <laughs> it's it's my instrument and yeah. it's um, yeah. I, I attempted to play some drums for a while, but you know it took too much effort and I could already do this so I just stuck to it and uh, yeah and uh, so the tracks are from an album uh, that came out and it's the album's kind of centres on struggling with depression like your story with that yeah so yeah it's called The Great War and yeah it just comes from yeah struggling with depression um, pretty dark time and um, yeah basically I sort of kind of stuck my head in the sand really because I've always been able to like think my way through things and this particular thing I just couldn't seem to think my way through it and just kind of yeah, basically decided to just stop thinking and just try and get through each day. And then um, until it felt like my head was going to explode, so then I come in one day, turn the loop station on, and then just started to like express myself and let stuff out. And yeah. cool. and that led you, like that, that battle within yourself, led you to choose the name Church or Jungle. That's got specific meanings in that as well. Yeah, just like I've always just battled a bit with like, um, you know, music and making songs is this going to be the thing that saves me or is it just going to get me more kind of lost in the jungle mm, dig you a hole sort of thing yeah so um yeah so that kind of uh, refers to that really yeah so you can like make the percussion you usually you either use this loop stage but you're tonight all your percussion is essentially from your body yeah like, what are there any parts of your body that you haven't tried using <laughs> percussion for? i don't think so i'm pretty much pretty much irritated and anyone i've ever been sort of around yeah, for any length of time by tapping every possible part of my body yeah not on the train you're doing that are you yeah oh the train's the best place (laughs) i almost want to just get train journeys just for the because i just always get really inspired on trains and just come up with good stuff and yeah 
<laughs> have you ever injured yourself? <laughs> no, the jaw's a bit battered. Like I've been beatboxing for like twenty years, and uh, that's about it. It's a bit, bit creaky. I open my mouth to eat, and I can hear all sorts of like crunching and cracking going on. And well, that's going to add to it tonight. So, uh, well, let's have your first song. So, this is the most complicated, I think, uh, session we've ever had. So, I'll let you uh, introduce uh, your first song. Cool. Okay. So, the first song I'm going to do is called "This Is a Place." And it's about kind of going into an experience rather than trying to run away from it. I'm in some 
all these feelings voices so all these voices la 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 la, la. listen coming down getting closer to the ceiling and yeah this is a place i haven't I'm actor Paddy Tudnam, and you're listening to the Kieran Paul Sessions. Okay, so uh, we're ready for, for your second live song. So if you want to watch this as well, if you head on to the Miskin Radio Facebook page, that's M-I-S-K-I-N, and you'll be able to watch it as well as hear it. So uh, uh, Church of Jungle, I leave it to you.
You're surely not kind Maybe I deserve it I need to be taught a lesson I don't seem to be learning I don't seem to be learning Nothing I've been watching I've been waiting I've been trying to feel something But all I felt is nothing Maybe it's just Evolution Refining his baby Either that or I'm crazy And that wouldn't amaze me no, But it sure as hell does faze me It's been getting me down Stress is a killer from Church or Jungle. So that was again performed entirely live uh, with the loop station in front of him, and he performed every single element of that absolutely live. Uh, we're going to have a video of that as well on our Facebook page uh, later on. This is Four Marks, and you're listening to the Kieran Paul sessions on Miskin Radio. Um, so often uh, in radio, like we have these amazing moments where off air. Um, which is very frustrating as like a presenter and a producer because you want these amazing moments on air. But Jamie Cahill, a.k.a. Churchill Jungle, is just telling a wonderful story um, that involves oil in a toilet because Pierre is about to tell another story about a toilet. But we're going to have your toilet story first, <laughs> Jamie. So what? Just just tell us what you just again what you just told us while off air. Yeah, so I went to I went to see my nan at the weekend, and um, yeah, she was going to basically make me some chips, and uh, she wanted yeah she wanted me to basically empty out the old oil mm-hmm. and she wanted me to empty it down the toilet right and i was sure this probably wasn't good because i'm sure it can like clog things up or whatever but i just thought I mean, my nan swears a lot so i just knew to just do it so i went up poured it down there and then um, she was like flush it straight away so i did and then it was just sort of like really oily and then i just suddenly thought ah, oh, oily toilet and then i was like ah oh, that could be like a good song name or a band name or something so if you release a new song Oily toilet. We know where it came from now. Yeah, I'd like, like to give a shout out to it my It could nan. be like a metaphor or something. Yeah, um, it's still there after two or three flushes as well. Oh, like, lovely. We weren't getting any less oily. Hmm, interesting. So, beautiful radio. So, I love radio. So, uh, we get, it's time for this little beauty, though. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. So, uh, comedian Pierre Songa, uh, do, tell us about your worst job. Essentially, we do this section, uh, comedians, actors and musicians tend to do the strangest jobs and uh, we're about to hear one that's, that's reasonably strange. Far away. Yeah, so my worst job, I worked um, in a call centre for an insurance company, French insurance company for telephones, where basically people in, um, in Belgium were buying phones and breaking their phones for whatever reason and just calling their insurance, uh, which happened to be in London. And uh, so we had customers, French speaking and uh, Dutch speaking, and um, it was also it was always very uh, interesting, especially with the Dutch speaking, because uh, I speak Dutch, but it's not my I didn't learn it uh, at home. I learned it just at school, so I, I'm reasonably good, but not good enough to get shouted at in Dutch. Uh, so yeah, it, 
Yeah. And you did you get shouted at a lot? Oh yeah, I, yeah, I got shouted at a lot, and uh, it was uh, there were some tense moments, but it's difficult because you, I think you need a certain degree of of uh, mastering of a, of, a, of a language to be able to handle somebody who's really really angry. Mm. Uh, but I learned a lot about everything that's wrong in this world, uh, especially. And if I have to give an advice to listeners, if you call your insurance company and you broke your phone, every question that you're going to be asked, there's a good answer and a wrong answer, and you need to know that. For example, what's the best answer? Uh, for example, like uh, when did this happen? Uh, the best answer is yesterday. The wrong answer is a month ago. Whatever happened to you, it's always yesterday. And uh, yeah, um, usually like on the phone, we're trying to guide uh, the customers through the right answers. But some people are just so honest. I was just going to say, so this is where like honesty doesn't pay. Oh, it absolutely doesn't pay. You <laughs> shouldn't be honest. And you should like, when, like uh, every time I was like, oh yeah, so the phone slipped through your hands and then trying to, to guide the guy towards like, it's an accident. And some people were like, oh no, just my, my son, he just took it and threw it. And I'm like, this is not going to work. This You're like is a play director. Exactly, like yeah, yeah. Play, like but it's funny because so, some some customers were just really good at understanding that, okay, I need to say what he's trying to to, um, to to get me to say, but other ones were just really completely honest and, you know, sometimes that's what happened. I mean, you, you, you don't deserve if you're too honest sometimes. And your boss couldn't speak, the, re the reason as well, like your boss couldn't speak Dutch or, or French. Yeah, I had an Italian boss, he couldn't speak Dutch and French, so it was basically pointless uh, <laughs> out there. Like, it was just telling, uh, instructing us to do certain things, but it was basically, oh, you just say this and say that you can say whatever you want it's still not going to understand it so it was uh it was a bit weird yeah uh but that's yeah that's uh what do you call that outsourcing for uh, for us um now what's this thing about the toilet tell us about the, the the so i mean a lot of comedians before they go on they visit the toilet as a, as a natural human being process and that's absolutely fine it happens to everyone um but what's the incident that happened before you went on stage yeah so i'm one of those uh visiting the toilets every time uh before going on stage uh usually number twos because that's that's my that's my routine let's put it that way and so yeah i was in the toilets and uh, at some point next to me i just hear somebody getting in the toilet and then I hear some noises and I realized there are two people in the toilets and they are basically one guy and a woman. Right. And uh, and I'm in my number two, so I'm in a very defenseless, vulner vulnerable position. And uh, especially, <laughs> especially because it was the end of it, so that yeah, there was some olfactive uh, elements uh, to my to, to to this moment. I take it they weren't going to the toilet. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, because at some <laughs> point, like noises started to come, and I and from the noises, I could understand that there was some. Some some acting going on, some, some, uh, some yeah, pleasuring, some, some pleasuring. Some s mm. someone was treating someone else. Yeah, giving them a present. Um, exactly. And, and then and then what happened when you went on stage? I basically talked about it. I did my five minutes talking about what just happened in the toilets, and it was actually a gift for me. Yeah. Uh, because it really went well. Like people just couldn't believe it, and uh, that was that was a funny moment because you really in. I was in the moments, but did, telling the story. Yeah. Did they come out the toilets and sit in the audience? This is what I was. They thinking. they didn't, but I was. Basically, when I came off the toilets, I wasn't uh, going on stage. Uh, so early. you wouldn't know what they looked like, though, do you? But I stayed at, at next to the door because I wanted to see them. So ah. I was basically I could see outside of the the, the room. Yeah. And I saw the woman come off and the guy come off and they but they went down and they stayed in the pub to have to have a drink. Wow. So uh, yeah, that and was the. Oh, you could say they were in a sort of vulnerable position as well. Like you they were very vulnerable. I, I, I thought they were very confident. Honestly, but were they, they aware that you were there? They must have been from the smell. 
Uh, <laughs> they must have been from the smell. But they, they, they the most naive question ever asked on radio. But <laughs> it, it, it didn't stop them, and that's didn't, that's the bravery the out of it. Like they, they plan to do it. It's like a haste yeah. movie. Like right, they said, yeah, we're gonna yeah. do it. And I have to say, it, it happened really quickly. Like they didn't stay more than um, ninety um, seconds. Let's not comment on that. But what, um, what, <laughs> what material did you bin? Like, what were you going to do on stage? What stuff did you not do? Do I don't even remember, but I I know I started was like five minutes, so I really started on that story and I elaborate on on the fact they did it on Tuesday and I was like, like, what do you do on on Thursday, on Fridays? If if it's a Tuesday (laughs) night. Like a Craig David song. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. But uh, I was like those guys that were were renegades and uh, I was I was impressed, I have to say. That that was exuberant. You know, like these were like days of your life that you might have come past and you're like, I wish I was a bit like that again. It was oily toilet, that's all I'm gonna say. The gateway to your community, Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.